I'm <laughs> Rachel Ripito. And I'm Jacob Fior. And today we will be talking about the fourth episode of season one called Boys Club. Boys Club. This is the episode, if you remember, where Leslie tries to make her way into the old boys club of politics, but quickly faces a tough ethical choice. Andy has a secret plan to surprise Anne. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like she's going to come home and he's just going to have like whipped cream all over himself. Like, I mean, it's probably I mean, not that far off. Andy, yeah, see, totally, that's not so far totally. off. He was naked for like five minutes in this episode, which is long for a 20-minute episode. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a substantial that portion. Like, yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah it's a significant sure. amount of time for someone to be naked on screen. Um, <laughs> screen. It's yeah. a scream. But yeah. So let's get into it, as we normally do. Let's start with the beginning, the cold open. Perhaps one of my favorite cold opens that we've seen so far. I think Um, it's my favorite. Yeah, so basically we open on a scene of Leslie in the park, and they're about to address this situation where some local boys have been flinging bags of poop at each other that'd be really funny if you thought that was the boys club <laughs> I mean, like you, you not hear so boys club off. and you watch the cold open I mean, you're yeah, like really leslie is going to like invade this like boy scout troop that's scaling it's like throwing poop at each other and like that's the whole and in a way she does she, she does. goes she really right does. in there it's metaphor that yep. that really that cold open is actually metaphorical for the rest of leslie's episode yeah no, it really is. But no, it's perfect. I just love... We start to see a more fun side of Leslie Nope, I think, in this episode, too, just because I feel like in the beginning she was too straight-laced to have done that. Like, I'm just thinking back to the first episode where she's on the slide with the, like, homeless guy or yeah. whatever, and she, like, obviously is just very, like, oh, I have to do this, and I'm very proper, and this time yeah. we see her kind of let loose in a way. She's like, this is fun. This is, this okay, is fun. This, this is fun. <laughs> like, I agree. I agree. So I, I like that part. Um, what did you guys think? Did you know the bags are actually filled with mashed potatoes? <laughs> I don't I, know. That grosses me out more for some reason. But it makes sense. Like, with yeah, the consistency. I I was, like, yeah, no, that's a perfect consistency. Kind of hardened mashed potatoes. Oh, and that makes me think Greg of Greg Daniels personally oh. directed the scene and said that, like, some people thought it was in bad taste. And he was like, no, like, to me, this is, like, the most fun part of the show that Leslie Nope has zero restrictions about doing this. Like, this is <laughs> integral to, like, who she is as a person that she's going to get in there and throw poop with everyone else. Not only that, so but primal. the way she just, like, grabs the trash can shield and it's just, yeah. like, it's, it's so, so natural. It's her. so natural. Leslie Nope would perfect. survive in an apocalyptic world. I think that is what this cold open proves: is that she can she, she can blend do. in with the best. If like if that's what this come if that's what Pawnee comes to, Leslie will survive. I think so too. I agree. She'll survive the the war with the raccoons and the poop slinging boys. <laughs> the poops. The So then it moves into the central plot point of this, which is, of course, the gift basket. Oh, God. Um, which just yeah, kind of becomes the central point of the whole entire uh, episode here. What do you guys think? Tell me your thoughts. Hannah. I really like the whole idea of, like, the the $25, like, no gifts to municipal government, like, like is that true? That out, which we should look true. that up, yeah. Based look on it up. real life municipal regulations that they encountered during like their research for the show, which I thought was so funny and so yeah. true. Because my mom's like a pediatrician, and they say the same thing to them, like no gifts over twenty five dollars. And my mom's like, look at these cookies. Oh, I thought they my, were twenty four ninety nine. My mom, yeah, my mom accepts gifts. She's a nurse. She accepts like so many gifts like, from patients. I don't, I don't know. know. I just thought it was so funny, like the how like everything centers on this gift basket, and Leslie's like 
reaction to it is so funny. Like her recording the video thing and the scene oh, with Tom. Oh, the three different oh the times. Three different yeah. She does the video. Oh, that's so good. The last one is had me. It, it was cute. <laughs> I just don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> It's perfect. And yeah, so well, also Tom, who of course like has his little joke about like, oh, he is so perfect in straight lace, and then we see the scene of him like Parks and Rec hot dog. Like, I never use my. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's like, very privileged like, to get things, and I like that. Tom is so slimy. Tom is it's very good slimy. though, but that's and that's very consistent with the last couple episodes too. Yeah, no, that doesn't like, change. That doesn't change. No, <laughs> I really I loved the Ron and Leslie interactions in this episode. I thought Ron was so weird in this episode. I didn't know what, especially like at the end when he's like, oh, Leslie has never done nothing wrong in her life. I'm like, Ron, you're not supposed to care this much. I'm like, what are you he's doing? He's not supposed but, to care because But he does care about Leslie. Well, not only that, but remember, this is not necessarily protecting Leslie. It's diminishing the power of the government, basically, yeah, because he right. thinks that the only, what does he say is the only thing that the government is good for? Oh, no, like, he was like, my my ideal government is a man sitting in a room with a desk, and the only thing he, power he has to do is, like, nuke somebody else. Yes. Exactly. Oh, and then they'll bring <laughs> he can bring women. women when yep. he desires. <laughs> I don't know. I was just really thrown off by Braun in this episode, but yeah. I was like, it was funny. It was just a different Ron. I think this is the first Ron, I, the first episode we've watched that I haven't been as thrown off with Ron, because I think that Ron's pretty like begrudging protection of Leslie is like a very core thing you know like he talks about how he doesn't care but he does and like he says do you guys believe him when he says oh no I'm not doing it for Leslie I'm doing it for the bureaucracy like I don't believe him I think he's doing it for Leslie I think so too in a way yeah yeah Mm -hmm. because really like also the entire idea that Leslie just turns herself in for this and like she's like well Ron refused to blow the whistle on me so I had to whistle blow myself (laughs) is that like supposed to be an inappropriate okay (laughs) that's what I thought I just wasn't sure <laughs> there was a, there's a lot of that in this episode and you can tell that leslie is kind of like in the beginning she's proud to have this like formal reprimand like she kind of thinks it's like a little cool she gets to apologize to all of her idols in like the pawnee government and stuff when she's yeah. sitting in her office and mm-hmm. she's just like oh it's so funny individually to michelle bachman of all oh, people yeah. oh my god i know um, the fact that she started with michelle bachman i was like leslie you don't need to apologize yeah to was this bachman. just like too okay. early for people to realize how crazy michelle bachman is <laughs> ron's like don't blow this out of proportion she's like i will blow this in, in proportion, proportion. <laughs> Okay, can we talk about April for a second though? April has no chill in this episode. Like April sucks in this episode. She did, especially towards the end there. Dude, she's just like not a very smart individual. I mean, she's not a smart individual necessarily to begin with, but some of the stuff in here was. But they have no reaction from her about the fact that she almost got Leslie fired. Like she has no like remorse for it. We don't even see her. Like we don't even. They don't even interview her. Yeah, no, she's like. She's just like, yeah, I did this. Like, I thought it was pretty amusing because I figure at this point in time, like, she doesn't really like Leslie at all. Like, this is just her crappy-ass internship that she's stuck doing. That's true. Yeah. Like, what else would you expect? Really, yeah, she doesn't care that much. So let's talk about the boys club. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I um I think my favorite thing about the boys club was how well Anne fit into it, you know. And like Leslie she, didn't. And Leslie did not. And I felt for Leslie. Like I feel like I've 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 been that way before. Like where you're like trying to get in, and like you have a friend that's just like whatever, and you're like, oh cool, yeah, she's cool, she's cool. Because obviously, I'm like, cool. Anne doesn't really care whether she fits in or not. Exactly, but like yeah. Leslie, it's super important Leslie to infiltrate important the boys club. Yeah. And yeah. 
So I definitely feel that. Um, what were you saying, Hannah? Oh, I was going to say, like, overall, this plot I didn't love. The AB Club gave us a B- rating, and I think for me it just fell kind of flat, you know? Um, and I don't know. I felt like they could have gone further with this in terms of, like, I don't know. It just seems like a bunch of people drinking beer in a back horse, and then it's like you, you see the whole episode folding out yeah. in like the first few minutes, except for I maybe felt, like her ridiculous apology. That's yeah, kind of what I thought too. Yeah, highlight. like it, sure. it really went on on the same thing for a long time, and it yeah. didn't go very far with it. Yeah, there wasn't any subplots in this episode, really, other than Andy. Other Andy's than Andy. was quality, and it yeah. probably saved the episode. To be Andy, honest. Yeah, yeah, I think Andy's that. did. And it also finally gave Andy some type of redemption yeah, for Anne. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Andy. Which, yeah. They definitely, like, go out of their way to put some redeeming qualities in Andy, Andy because mm-hmm. they do so much to downplay him and make yeah. you kind of hate him in some ways. Mm-hmm. But then he, like, goes and he decides to clean up their whole messy house while she's gone and get this dinner ready well, and everything. And that definitely works to their favor later on, too, because they make him more of a puppy dog. Oh, she definitely, he was a dog in this episode. He literally bathed himself like a dog, you know. <laughs> But, like, they make him this kind of helpless little puppy dog later in the in the series. And so it's good to have stuff like this where you're like, oh, well, he, he means well. Yeah. For sure. So I think that was good. And it was not expected either, I think. Like, because he, she's kind of walking out and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to clean later? That's so great. Great, honey. Like, yeah. he's just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. And then she leaves and he's like, and does so many nice things for me. And I was still thinking he's going to be like, it's great. And, like, not do anything about it. And then he ended up, like, being like, I'm going to do something good for her i don't yeah. know that was like because this episode was so predictable in leslie's front i thought that that was good in andy's front yeah no i definitely agree and i had the same thought too on um, one of the producers said pratt was actually naked in these scenes because he quote loves taking his clothes off oh yeah oh yeah what do you I think believe. about Andy's like love for nudity. Not only that, but he got in trouble with NBC. Wait, really? For doing that. Yeah, the really? scene where he flashes. Um, Leslie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, because. And, oh, no, uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, and well, what he did, it was not known that he was going to do that. So. Mm-hmm. Because it was supposed to be like, it was supposed to cover it to up. To get. Well, not only that, but it was to get Leslie's or Amy's well, that's the genuine thing. reaction. They, they had been doing it multiple times, but he had been doing it with the covering like of his, so she couldn't actually see it. And the producers were like, okay, Leslie's not, or Amy's not freaked out by this because she's not seeing she's anything. It. Yeah. And so he was like, just do this without her knowing. And he did. And you, what you see on screen is the genuine reaction of Amy Poehler. Yeah, exactly. Not that's expecting not, to see Chris Pratt in all his glory. Yeah. And we'll uh, talk about that when it happens. When it happens, yeah. So that that's definitely. But that's funny that I didn't know he got in trouble with yes. the network for that. That's hilarious. Which makes sense. It's a workplace, right? And he can't really just show up naked to your workplace. But. I mean, I doubt Amy Poehler complained. No. Yeah, I wonder not. how that complaint came about. Yeah, like I really don't know. I'm sure the story just worked its way up to some of the camera crew and, was yeah. probably like, I know. <laughs> But yeah, that's very Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. so I, I I bet he had a if he if he got in trouble for that, I bet he wasn't naked in this episode. Yeah, I like I bet he had a covering. No, he, he he was. Yeah, no, they said that um, Pratt actually appeared on set naked while filming the scene in which he chases Lawrence through the streets without clothes on, and it said the scenes that brat was like running through the streets with crutches was inspired by like a real life scene when someone like yelled like oh hey we have like blah 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 like special coffee today on set and chris brat actually got up and like he was holding like his crutches when they were filming and like got up and ran 
like running in the hallway like like i don't know you can just imagine chris pat running like it's not graceful like he was not some 800 meter like champion sprinter like he he was not the guardians of the galaxy right yeah we know today yeah so I was like pretty amused by that. I was like, I could see it. It's honestly, it's why I mean, it's so funny. It was because you're just like, he's literally just hopping doing? along with like no, clo- yeah. like no clothes on. Like it feel, it felt like something on like an HBO show. Like it didn't feel like it should be an NBC. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. Yeah. And yeah, I was kind of expecting like. I was also not expecting him to actually successfully clean the house. Like, when he was in the pool, like, when he was bathing and, like, the guy was stealing his um, stereo, I was really expecting something to go wrong with him to fight in the house, like, crash the house or something. So I think it was nice that that didn't happen. Another thing we got to talk about is um, Mark Brandanowitz and the character that he is on his social networking platforms. So (laughs) I think this definitely, like, we get to see more into Mark's private life, which we kind of guessed at before, but now they're kind of directly stating some of the people that he's had relationships. And what was most funny to me is the fact that like, we have to now consider Leslie as one of these women that he just like randomly decided to sleep with. And it's like such a big deal to her. And it has been throughout all the other episodes in the show. But now we put it in the context of just like all the pictures that are on his Facebook and it makes it even funnier how much she like takes it. And she brings it up again, I think in this episode or the next episode where she's like, well, Mark and I had a thing in 2004 <laughs> and, and then Anne's just like, Oh, okay. Yes. I thought, sure. My favorite part of that was like her. Well, we had a brief appear in February of 2004 like <laughs> like she really like and, and i'm just like she's holding hell? on to that for dear life and so i think that's great i thought it was really funny how they did that and i know this is kind of out of context now but i think back when they filmed like in 2009 like social networking was like huge like facebook was like blowing the hell up that's so and true so like mark doing this was like it wasn't even like i feel like now like sarcastically like i'd make a like a profile for I don't know like my failing park project like it would be <laughs> funny and the back like and he's like yeah we've made like a, a profile for the pit it has seven friends yeah like it, it makes so sounds much like sense. us yeah. like in our podcast hey <laughs> thank you all seven of you thanks <laughs> hey we have more thanks, than seven Mom. we're getting and screw up you there. to the seven people that unsubscribed I yeah mean, dude I mean they can't hear you so yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're just not subscribing but you're still listening so we can hear that too. So one of the one of the cool things about the I mean the social networking presence that they made for the pair is that they actually launched a real website that included a duplicate web page of the Sullivan Street pit on as a social networking site. So you can actually go there and check out like its profile I online. I want to be friends with the pit. Oh, you who wouldn't want to be friends with Dude, the pit? Dude, yeah, I want to be friends with the pit. Is it still there? We should find out because I episode, gotta go check it out. Next episode, stay tuned. Yeah, definitely. We'll find out if you can be friends of the pit. The pit it's website, like friends of trees. So the pit, friends of the pit. Friends of the pit. The pit website actually includes the actual video of Aubrey Plaza pretending to drink wine and getting drunk because apparently the producers just told her to like take a camera and drink some wine and see whatever came out, and so you can watch the full thing on the website. Oh my god! Awesome. Wow, that's that's great. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, question: Would you do what April did if you were an intern in no. Pawnee government? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you would, <laughs> Hannah. I could see Hannah doing it. I don't like wine, so no. I I like wine, but man, I would not risk my job <laughs> over that. I feel yeah. like unless I had. Well, she's not getting paid. I don't think so. But I just feel like future employers probably wouldn't like to hear that. 
you uh um you know drank wine on the job and then posted it online to a government website maybe yeah. not i feel like it might be no. kind of questionable but we actually found the entire video rachel do you want to show yeah uh, this you is guys, yeah so this, this is, is basically the just full length april ludgate aubrey um, plaza just doing her thing like no instructions basically i wonder was this scripted no wasn't Ooh, scripted. that's so fun okay we're gonna watch it She's like gulping. She's gulping some wine right now. It's just a video. This is great for a podcast. Hey, what's up, Pawnee, Indiana? This is April coming at you live from the conference room of the Parks Recreation Department. Me and my best friend. Same. Doing a little experiment tonight to her see her what will get me drunker. Yep. By the way. Drinking wine. Swig. Or not drinking wine. <laughs> right now, drinking wine is winning. She must have but actually had tuned. a few before this. I think they said they just like sat. They said, "Hey, like, here's a couple glasses of wine. Just like record yourself." Yeah. Aubrey Plaza drinks a lot, like on set. To all my fans yeah. out there, she'll, I know you were wondering what this have, wine like, tastes like. Filled with, it tastes like with alcohol, and they'll be like, "Oh, is this this is vodka?" And they're like, "She's like, no." And they try it, and they're like, "Oh, this is vodka." Okay. Whiny. Natalie, this is your fault. I've been waiting for two hours. I know that you're with Jared. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill you both when you're sleeping. <laughs> I'm going to call your work and pretend to be, be you again. Be you again. This is not going to be a good week for you. <laughs> What's that, dear? What? She's you're an alcoholic? To the on the wall. Fine. I'll enable you. <laughs> She's feeding the, the deer the wine. <laughs> Don't worry, no one's watching. Just kidding, nothing's watching. <laughs> Shut up. Duck. Shut right. up. All right, Aubrey, She's being abusive to the deck. <laughs> That was the end. That was like the full. You know, they don't show that all in the you show. You do not get you that all. See. Maybe for good reason. I. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hannah, your face looks so confused right now. Like just that was just that was just a lot of that was just a lot of stuff happening that, at there's, once. There's a lot going on in that video. Um, yeah, that was that was quite the experience. That was definitely something. Go I de- April. I definitely think that Aubrey was was intoxicated. Yeah, during I that. that that or she was acting incredibly well. Yeah, I okay. I've heard in di- on different shows. I've heard that actors say that it's better not to drink during scenes when they're drunk because remembering lines Lines, and stuff. And I've, okay, well, of course you guys know my deep rooted obsession with Gilmore Girls, but there's a scene, they talk to the girl that plays Paris Geller, Eliza Weil, and there's a scene, the the first scene she does while drunk, her and um, Alexis Bledel and all of them actually got drunk and played the scenes and you can i was just watching the episode of the day and you could totally tell and it's not like they're not putting emphasis on any of the words that they're supposed to and they're just kind yeah. of like mm, and they're just like genuinely drunk then they do another scene like a couple seasons later where they were acting drunk but they weren't really drunk and it's so much funnier yeah like just the way that they <laughs> emphasize everything is so much funnier you do because, you really have to hit those lines the yeah. right way and if you're drunk you probably can't do right. that exactly like you it, there's like there's a comedic effect to drunkness, For but sure. like you kind of have to be sober to do it. So I think that's interesting. I, I wonder if Leslie's scenes when she's drunk are. I mean, I doubt that Amy Poehler is drunk in this. No. Yeah, I, I also doubt that. Yeah. I think she's good enough to not need to be. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. And she's hilarious. Any episode where Amy Poehler is drunk and Parks and Rec are my favorite episodes. Any time where anyone is drunk in that show. Real? Snake Juice. Oh, I can't so, wait to get there, but we God, will. God, it's so far from now. It's so far but from now. But she even had one the other... She had one was the first episode where she's like, Real Lady Marmalade. Remember she sings Lady Marmalade? Anytime yep. she tries to sing as well. Or do accents. Or, or, oh, or just anything. Make it's it work. All right. So do you guys want to read it? Yeah, definitely. Oh, wait. Do, do, did anyone have a blazer report for this episode? I wasn't too feel... I mean, like, not anything super significant in this episode. I think there's more coming up in the next episode when um, oh, yeah, her this... outfits are really on point. Yeah. Really interesting. Um, really sure. interesting. Yeah, but I didn't me, have a lot much. of notes. Yeah. I, I think her suits were pretty bland in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's okay. They'll get fixed next episode. Correct. Oh, also one more, like, tail string... I can't talk. I was trying to say. Um, what are you trying to say, Rachel? Just cut Spit all it out. this. Um, <laughs> one other observation, stray observation. That's what I was trying okay. to say. What's your stray observation? Um, was the pick of the guy that was staring at her boobs, that from any angle. I oh just, yes. I, I feel that. <laughs> like, see, see? She's like, I'm in your clip. I'm in your clip. I'm in your clip. No, no, no. you're creepy. You're creepy. <laughs> yeah. So okay. overall, I would give it a 6.5. Maybe, actually, no, I take it back. I would give it a 6 out of 10. Just because I think of the reasons that we talked about where I felt like they could have done more with the episode A and they really relied on that B storyline to kind of carry right. it through. Um, it was definitely entertaining. I like it as I do with most of the episodes, but it was not the best. So that's, that's my 6. What do you think, Hannah? I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. This plot just like kind of had me dragging a little bit. I just, you know, the plots you can totally see out. And you know Leslie's going to freak out and overreact because she's too much of a do-gooder and can't handle the boys' club. Can't Um, handle the boys' club. Crappy idea executed sort of well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. It was kind of like a cringeworthy thing. I'm just kind of tired of cringing at Leslie, I think. Yeah. In a way. Like, as long as I'm... But to be fair, okay, as long as I'm sympathetic to her, it's better. And I did feel sympathetic to her in this episode. Like... She overdoes it as usual because she's Leslie, but I think at the core of it, I I, I felt for her. But I think I'm still going to give it 5 out of 10. All right. JJ Steiner waffles. JJ Steiner waffles. Because, yeah, it wasn't a very... It was was pretty predictable. But Andy, I don't know, maybe 5.5, that 0.5 just for Andy hopping through the street naked. Five and a half waffles. Yeah, five and a half waffles because because of Andy's penis. That's why. That's why. That's it. All right. All right. So, everyone that's listening, I'm sorry that we took a three week hiatus. It's because we're all fucking busy. All 20 of them. All 20 of them. I know you missed us dearly. And it's um, okay. My mom saw me over the Easter break, so it didn't even matter. Oh, yeah. It didn't change anything. Oh, my mom, lucky my mom didn't see me. Oh. Did you go home, Hannah? No, she's shaking her head for all the podcast listeners. Oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> I'm just going to mime the rest of the episode. Yeah, I mean, Hannah's talking like 10 miles away. We actually away have a fourth anyway. co-host that's just been miming the entire time, so you mm-hmm. may not have <laughs> experienced that. Wow, this is some really good podcast hum- humor for you guys. This, I'm just looking at this empty chair. Maybe there is someone right next to the me. The ghost of, of Ed Truck. Did you guys, okay, unrelated note, did you guys realize that Ed Truck died. This Who's week. Ed Truck? And do you guys watch The Office? 
Yeah, and Truck, his former boss. His former boss that died in the show. Oh. Died in IRL. Tragic. This week. So this podcast is dedicated to the actor that played Ed Truck. Here's to you, Ed Truck. Here's to you, Ed Truck. All right. We'll see you do, next do, week. Do, do, do. Wait, hold on. Hannah wasn't doing it.